This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquis Vandemark, on this rainy Friday, May 6th, 2022. Thanks for joining us this morning. This is Day's News You Can Use. If you haven't subscribed yet to our podcast, you can go to AffirmAmerica.com. Put in your email address. We'll send out a notice when a new episode releases. You can reach me at Marquise at AffirmAmerica.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-I-S at AffirmAmerica.com. Thanks for joining us. These are the top five headlines for you this Friday morning, May 6th. Number five, Gavin Newsom says men cannot get pregnant, gets mocked by Republicans. In sharing a clip of him speaking out against the leaked draft opinion showing the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade, Newsom declared, if men could get pregnant, this wouldn't even be a conversation. This decision isn't about strengthening families, It's about extremism. It's about control. We will fight for the right to choose. Conservatives, confused, given that progressives have been telling us otherwise lately, had quite a few responses. Sebastian Gorka, Governor Transphobia. Fox News Representative Dan Crenshaw, Republican of Texas, wrote, Then how do you explain this? with an arrow pointing towards the new pregnant man emoji. The Daily Wire's Candace Owens asked, Wait, men can't get pregnant now? The commentator included a pregnant man emoji in her tweet as well. Benjamin Watson, It must be incredibly exhausting to be required to constantly remember which men can and which men cannot get pregnant. So this is how far ridiculous the... Radical left has gotten. I mean, this is a this is a concerted effort to confuse the American people about moral values. This has been going on for 50 years. This is a uh, concerted effort by socialists and communists to break down the family, break down the moral values. And anybody that believes that men can get pregnant need to get their heads examined because it doesn't happen. Sorry. There's only two genders, man and woman, male and female in the animal kingdom. When we see this, don't be surprised. This is very typical of your radical left uh, Democratic Party today who has been moving so far to the left now they can't even keep track of their own ideas. All right, headline number four, left-wing group planning protests outside the homes of SCOTUS justices. Apparently, a left-wing group is threatening to protest at the homes of the six conservative Supreme Court justices on Wednesday. On the web, the group also posted what it claims to be the street names and cities and states of justices Samuel Alito, Clarence Thomas, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett, 
and John Roberts. Carrie Servino. The website notes that stipends are available for protesters. So who exactly is paying for these stipends? And more pointedly, who is funding the threat against Supreme Court justices? Spencer Brown. But who is standing up this organization or funding its stipends and other activities? And what are the group's intentions when it comes to large-scale efforts to protest the Supreme Court? As Servino explains, the Ruth Sent Us website links to a different organization, Strike for Choice, which shows connections to groups including Black Lives Matter, Code Pink, Women's March SF, Kavanaugh Off Our Court, and Rise Up for Abortion Rights. Senator John Cornyn, after this week's SCOTUS leak, a focus has been placed on the security of the justices' families who could face threats to their safety. I introduced a bill to ensure justices and their families are protected from those who seek to harm them. Okay, so again, this is um, typical left-wing activism, and uh, don't blame them. Uh, What they do seems to have uh, an effect that um, can make changes. And if we don't stand up and push back against these radical ideas, then we're going to continue to see this kind of uh, personal attacks. So uh, let's just hope that the uh, Supreme Court justices can remain firm and not be intimidated by the mobs and to be able to uh, stand on their principles, continue to fight for uh, what they believe to be true when it comes to abortion. The big lie that you're going to be hearing is that overturning Roe versus Wade, outlawing abortions. That's not true. It's pushing it back to the states, where the states have the right to make the decision. This is the way it should have been. It should have never been a federal law. It should be the decision of the people. So the far left doesn't want like the people making their decisions. They want it to come from the power of the government. And that's not how the founding fathers set up our system of government. All right, headline number three, Jen Psaki is leaving. Karen Jean-Pierre will take over as press secretary beginning May 13. From the story, President Biden on Thursday announced that Karen Jean-Pierre will replace Jen Psaki as White House press secretary, becoming the first black and first openly gay person to hold the position. Jean-Pierre, 44, grew up in Queens and will replace Saki on May 13, after working more than a year as a deputy press secretary. So again, this is typical Joe Biden, always looking to check off the boxes, blacks and gays. Doesn't really matter what their qualifications are, as long as they're, they fit a minority color or uh, their sexuality, which is gay or lesbian, then that's all that really matters in the uh, Biden administration. So again, uh, glad to see Jen Psaki is leaving because um, she's probably one of the worst secretaries of the press that we've ever had. Good riddance to her. Good luck to the incoming Karen Jean-Pierre, who's coming in on the 13th of May. All right, headline number two, Biden's disapproval numbers on handling of the economy jumps to 77%. Only 2% say the economy is very good. 
Americans believe the economy is in the worst shape since January of 2012, a CNN Wednesday poll found. About 77% believe President Joe Biden's economy is poor. 47% said the economy is somewhat poor, while another 30% said it is very poor. The post-millennial CNN, Americans disapprove of President Biden's handling of this, the economy, more than ever before. So the Democrats' uh, whole administration is collapsing right before us. They're collapsing on all fronts, the economy, inflation, oil prices, the border, the abortion issue. This is uh, just the signs of the times. President Biden is directly to blame, and the radical left of his party are the ones that are fueling the downward spiral. Headline number one, Dow Jones drops over 1,000 points, NASDAQ worst drop since June of 2020. The stock market took its biggest U-turn since the early days of the pandemic Thursday, with the Dow Jones Industrial Average posting its largest decline this year just after 24 hours after its largest gain since 2020. The NASDAQ Composite Index fell 647 points, or 5%, to 12.317, the largest one-day percentage decline since June of 2020. The S&P dropped 153 points, or 3.6%, to 4.146. And the Dow slid 1,063 points, or 3.1%, to 32.997, erasing Wednesday's gains. The major indexes declined between 7.02 and 9.38 percentage points from Wednesday's highs to Thursday's lows, according to Dow Jones market data, their largest swing since the first half of 2020. On Nasdaq's slide, big tech suffered a massive sell-off with Amazon dropping almost 8% and Facebook owner Meta platforms off about 7%. Among other big names, Apple fell nearly 6%, Google parent Alphabet declined by about 5%, Microsoft shares slid 4%, and overall the NASDAQ plummeted 5%. The Fed's aggressive shift to raise interest rates has investors worrying about whether it can pull off a tricky balancing act, slowing the economy enough to halt high inflation, but not so much as to cause a downturn. So again, uh, the economy is probably number one on the list, why the Democrats are going to get slaughtered in the midterms, and inflation. Actually, inflation is a government-sponsored process because they have blown the debt to $31 trillion. That's the only way they can unwind the uh, huge debt that they build up, and that's by inflating inflation and devaluing the dollar. So this this is what you're seeing. So we're going to continue to see high Uh, Home prices, car prices, inflation is going to be the new norm because that's the only way they can dig themselves out of debt. This is the problem that you have when the government spends too much and when they print money through quantitative easing. This has been going on for years, and now they have reached the limit, and it's all coming to an end. So buckle up if you have retirement funds. It may be a while until a lot of us are going to be able to retire 
if you're counting on the numbers that were there just three or four months ago. So if you don't have a financial planner, you might want to make sure you get back with your retirement planner to make sure that you're not too risky if it's not too late to make some changes. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Friday, May the 6th, 2022. Thanks for joining us today on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark, and we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. God bless you. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.